0: Hi there, I'm Madeline from howtogirl.com and we're covering the World Chocolate Masters event for Taste TV. Today, we're following the chefs as they go through their ups and downs making sculptures, pralines, and ooh, so much chocolate. The day starts early for the chefs and the jury at the World Chocolate Masters. Before the competition begins, however, everyone must be briefed on timelines, equipment, and the mystery box of ingredients.
1: Agency eggs, cream, butter, fresh mint, tarragon, lemongrass, fruit of, of course, gray, passion fruit, white chocolate. The Kamabo is the 80%
2: dark chocolate from Caldwell. The Java is the milk chocolate. The Ecuador is a 70% dark chocolate. Oh, you do not have to use all of the items, absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> You can only use these items, do not use anything that you're
0: from outside. We're following two chefs, Naomi Gallego, a pastry chef at PS7's restaurant in Washington, D.C., and the only woman in the competition, and Vincent Palan, a seasoned competitor used to the spotlight, who is the executive pastry chef for Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. Even coming from such different backgrounds, a passion for their craft is something
2: they share. Um, you really have to be a special kind of person to be in pastry, very meticulous and very detail-oriented. And I would definitely say I have that kind of personality.
1: Uh, I'm from France, and uh, it's a country of, uh, you know, where cooking and baking is a, it's a religion. So, you know, it come from my grandma to my mom to, you know, my dad, everybody cooks at home, i will bake. And since I love uh, uh, artistic, I mean uh, uh, art, I just wanted to put uh, art into, into food, and chocolate especially.
0: Being the only woman in the competition
2: presents its own challenges. I'm wondering, what is it about women that make them not want to be a part of something like this, and what is it about men's personalities that make them want to do, be a part of this? Um, for me, it wasn't a question. I'm, I just really wanted the challenge, and, uh, and I got it. <laughs> <laughs> How does an aspiring chocolate master prepare for such a
0: high-profile competition?
1: To prepare the competition, it took me a good um, four months. The, the hardest part was that four months ago I took over a new hotel. It was a real challenge, but I will say the last three weeks, I've been, I spent a lot of time on that competition, doing about two timings a week, you know. So I did that competition, that actual competition, uh, eight times.
2: I'm, I was really kind of at a dis- disadvantage in comparison to the other competitors. All the other competitors work at hotels and you have a lot of resources. You have more money, more time, more staff members. And you can take g- a good two to three months to practice and that was something that was not uh, going to happen for me. Uh, the time it took for me to prepare for this competition was not sufficient enough. I. I was only able to get about two and a half weeks off of work.
0: For a pastry chef used to taking their time, having to create so many masterpieces in one day is the ultimate test of patience and endurance.
2: You know, in retrospect, it's also, you don't know what you need to do, you don't know how much time you're gonna need or how much time it's gonna take, how much money you have to spend. Uh, There's a lot of unknowns.
1: The biggest challenge was the time because uh, it's a lot of work for such a little amount of time. It was also to figure out what would be my plated dessert using the the mystery ingredients.
2: I actually wanted to make a chocolate financier, but there wasn't any cocoa powder in the box, but I recovered by Using pecans instead of almond flour, and I put some um, cocoa nibs in the batter. I knew I was going to make a mousse a granita with one of the fruit purees, and so I brought these little glasses, you know, for the granita. And I, I made a lemongrass uh, white chocolate cream to put on top. So it all—I'm I'm happy with the plated dessert. I
1: do desserts all day long, 365 days a year, so. I do so many things, so many different things every day that uh, I, I, I can come up with something very easy and very fast. It's actually a napoleon, so it has uh, three layers. The bottom part is a red chocolate brownie with uh, cocoa nibs and uh, pecans. Then on top of it I have a praline with a you know, little wafer, wafer. That's, so that brings a little crunch, and, uh, and then a chocolate mousse on top and the uh, food of the forest uh, jelly. Okay.
0: Required to be built entirely out of chocolate, the most dramatic and fragile part of the competition are the showpieces.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: as spectacular as they are, they are an accident waiting to happen. And
2: sometimes you don't have to wait long. Um, obviously, the low point, and I don't know if you guys get that, was when my showpiece fell. The first thing I felt was that I wanted to give up, <laughs> that I wanted to find a judge and, you know, call it quits. But um, you know, you go through kind of like a mental um, struggle. Like that's your first reaction, and then the next reaction is, well, I've got 30 minutes. Can this piece be repaired, and how, and If it can, how quickly can I get it up, and how many pieces can I get on before the time runs out? The theme for the competition was National Myths and Legends, and um, Native American is something that people all over the world recognize as being part of our country, whereas a topic like... Uh, Paul Bunyan, maybe people wouldn't recognize so easily, so I knew I wanted to do something easily recognizable. As far as it being Geronimo, um, you, you probably wouldn't recognize that it was him in the piece. But I, what I wanted to represent was that he was a very strong fighter, uh, tried to defend uh, his land, and there was a few things that I incorporated into the piece that I tried to show. Uh, the long headdress, the arrows. There was supposed to be a bow on there. He had notches in his arrows. He used to put three notches. So if you look on the piece, there's the three yellow notches. And then the base, which you may not get at all, but it, it kind of forms like a teepee shape, the base to, to support the main piece.
1: Well, I, As soon as I found out that the theme was uh, American legends and myth, uh, i didn 't want to do any hollywood stuff i didn 't want to do any you know fairy tale stuff. I wanted to do something very American, which is uh, the native uh, Americans for the Native Americans the Indians uh, the the eagle is a symbol of a reincarnation and uh, so I wanted to incorporate all this you know i 'm very curious about that whole you know west far west Indians and you know, that whole thing.
2: (laughs) Well, the high point of my day was, I think, uh, doing probably the preparations for the plated dessert. I was feeling good because that's kind of my element, doing the plated dessert.
1: Uh, I'm I'm happy with my work. You know, of course, I don't do a competition to participate. I do a competition to win. So that's the ultimate uh, goal.
0: I didn't think that we were going to tell you who won this episode, right? We will tell you who is the U.S. Chocolate Master for the World Chocolate Masters competition. Stay tuned to howtogirl.com and tastetv.com where the episode will be posted soon. Remember, everything is easier when you know how to. That rhymed. <laughs>